Welcome to the Midwest Happy Hour. We're your hosts, Lacey and Haley. Join us for a drink and a chat with a new Midwest small town perspective on topics that will keep you learning, laughing, and growing. So let's get into it. Cheers! Hi everyone! Hello! (laughs) It's just mom and dad. Haley and Pat introduced themselves as... Aunt Laidley and Uncle Pat last mm-hmm. episode, so I just figured it makes sense. Just call us mom and dad. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's where we are. Yep. Well, welcome back, everyone. Thanks for joining. Today is different, just like last episode was, where it was Haley and Pat. Now it's Flint and I. Uh, Haley's on vacation. We had stuff to do last week, so just doing what we can this month of April. We did have a plan to, like, actually record a bunch within one week but then stuff happened so then we just couldn't but you have to adapt yeah so whether you all like it or not this is where we are (laughs) (laughs) i hope i don't disappoint anyone i'm sure you won't um so let's talk about what we're drinking oh first let me just say we did some recording yesterday but we were only using one mic and there were just some audio like issues and we weren't really happy with that episode so we were like let's just record another one but last night we were drinking that red wine yeah um i didn't feel great this morning <laughs> somehow red wine it doesn't i don't know i think it's like, like even sugar after a glass uh well i had two yeah i think i had two but there's like a like that sugar like yeah i don't know messes with the Something in my blood chemistry it makes me feel like shit. Yeah. Early in the morning. Yeah. There's this, um, and like all the additives, like if you look up what's actually all in wine, like it's really crazy. And like there's a, not a lot of regulations of how well they have to clean the grapes before they turn them into wine. So think of all the unorganic grapes that are just being like sprayed yeah. with like Roundup. Right. Just like a, like a, yeah, those are just rotten, things that I stress about on a daily basis, but it's fine. Um, but yeah, well, the red that we got, it was from Han, H-A-H-N, and it was a cab. And it was really good. We it ate is. it. Mm-hmm. It was really nice. But just I... Just the after effect. Yeah. Oh, but my point was, is that, like, there, so Aveline um, is a wine brand by like Cameron Diaz and someone else hmm. and it's organic and they don't do added sugar and they don't do like all the BS in it and it's really good. It's just like $30 a bottle. Uh-huh. I mean, it, it goes on sale every once in a while at like Fresh Time and Benny's. It's about twice as much as I would normally pay for. A I know, room. but that's why I feel like if I were to only drink on the weekends and only like take myself down to say like a bottle of something yeah, then I would do something yeah. like that right because if I am going to drink I would also want to be like conscious of what I'm putting in my body yeah the same way and you don't feel like as like garbagey the next day mm-hmm. when I was uh in college I think the first wine I had was yellowtail yeah I was like wow it's from Australia this shit's <laughs> off awesome. so good a little kangaroo on I know, so funny. Barefoot? Not long after that, I realized I was just 
awful it makes you feel like, uh, like the yeah. next day. There were some days where, or not days, but there were some times where Haley and I would get drunk on some barefoot wine. Yeah, it's even worse. And just get drunk. And then she would make, like it'd always be at an apartment. Her and I, we never really went out together. When we got together, we either got together at, like, someone's apartment, and we just, like, chilled. And that's, like, the best, honestly, because like, you're at... It's your, a more of, like, a personal level, too. Right. Yeah, I could see you I guys, like, that's... watching Harry Potter and getting it a bag of Harry Oreos. Harry Potter and National Geographic. And putting... And dipping the Oreo in peanut butter or something like that. That seems like something <laughs> no, we wouldn't do that. No? However, I mean, we did probably always have ice cream, and then we always had, like, rice... And steak. Okay. That would be our dinner, always. Mm. With a little soy sauce. <laughs> that sounds good. It'd always be the best time. The last time we did that was when I went to her house in Colfax, like within the last year, to watch that Harry Potter reunion thing. And you had steak and rice? And... Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. No. I guess I didn't, ask you, I didn't ask you what you ate that night. No. But yeah, it's definitely our go to. Who cooked the steak? Haley is always the cooker. Is she? Well, Pat actually cooked this last round, but it's because we were already watching the show. Mm. You can cook steak. You're pretty good at that. I think so. Yeah. I think I'm not too, too shabby. Maybe you don't want them to know that, though, so that when you go over there, you don't have right. to. Right. <laughs> I'm also, like, pretty lazy. <laughs> I'm trying to work myself out of being lazy, but maybe lazy. I can get into that when we actually talk about our topic today, which will be about our kids. However... Um, today we're drinking, I'm drinking LaCroix. I'm not going to drink this week because I'm running a half marathon. Yeah. I wasn't going to drink this week. So today's Monday and I was going to do Monday through until after the race on Saturday, but just something happened today and I have a beer in my cup, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll just have a couple and call it a night. Yeah. And then tomorrow, I won't. <laughs> right. Or Wednesday and then or tomorrow. Thursday. No, yeah. no. Yeah, I mean, hey, it happens. There are definitely times where I'm like, damn, yeah. like a glass of wine just sounds so good. Or like, especially when it gets nice out, like, ooh, a beer would be really nice right now. Or whatever the case may be. But I want to try and break that habit. It is a habit. It yeah. is. It's so bad. And it's so annoying. Like, I just... I wish I found, like, a replacement to, like, take away, like, that edge that I'm looking this for from alcohol. This doesn't do it? No. Because, like, when you have a glass of wine, you feel, like, a little bit more, like, yeah. what a day. Right? And right. you kind of, like, reflect on the day, and that kind of, like, sets you into the evening mood. Is there anything out there that anyone is taking that could be a suggestion to me? Because that would be fantastic. I mean, tea... I guess just finding yeah. the right kind of tea. Not like a calming tea, but maybe a different kind of tea. I know. Like, I've tried the calming teas, but it's uh, they're, they taste fine, but I don't get, like, any sort of yeah. instant gratification from them. Like, yeah. Maybe, like, a drinking. CBD thing. Maybe. Or, or stronger, you know? Yeah. Maybe I need to experiment a little bit more with that. Yeah. Because it's not like I want to be impaired. <laughs> like, that's not what I'm looking for. <laughs> I just... <laughs> Mama just needs a little edge, or yeah, right yeah. edge taken away. Is just, that like the right phrase? <laughs> I think what you're looking for is a little buzz. Yeah, going. or no. I don't even know if it. Maybe. Yeah, actually. Yeah. I don't know. 
but an alternative would be fantastic. But um, Appearance of the year. Yeah. But we have that half marathon coming up on Saturday. We do. I am nervous for it because I didn't train like I thought I would be I training. Done just fine. But I've done okay. Yeah. I haven't done nothing, but I haven't done everything. Like the furthest I've ran so far is eight miles. I have five more to go. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be fine. You'll, you'll rise to the occasion. Yeah, I will. And if I have to stop and take a drink of water or whatever, then yeah. yes, that's so. fine. However, I really want this to be, like, the starting point of, like, me, of, like, this health journey that I would really very much so like to be on. Yeah. Maybe. I want to be a runner, and it'd be cool to be, like, maybe a little bit competitive. I've always been, like, slow as molasses. Like, I've never been the quick one. But I can be. I'm a big yeah. proponent on you are not always like the person who you've been. You can change. You're I can right. be a quick runner. The brain, the brain is very, what is it, plasticity. Yeah. It can be rewired. Yeah. But this kind of leads into kids because there's a lot of things yes. I would want to do that you want to do. Um, but they sort of conflict with the, the primary goals yeah. and responsibilities we have. Yeah, I agree. And I was honestly thinking today about how maybe, and maybe I'm wrong, that we, I feel like we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to do a lot of things together. And when one of us is gone, then we feel maybe like slight jealousy that one of the parents are gone or slight like Maybe some sort of way, because if we really, like, when I think about, in this case, with running, it's nice to run and not have to push a stroller or whatever the case may be, and deal with your kids screaming at you while you're trying to run, like, it'd be nice if, like, we just took turns, which, I mean, yeah. we do a good job of it, but I think maybe we don't do it enough or allow each other to do that enough. Yeah. Well, I... I kind of understand what you're saying. Like if I go off to the gym and I'm gone for an hour and a half, I start to feel kind of rushed in the gym because I don't want to like leave you alone with the kids for that long. Right. And my mindset is, is that like, that's good for you. And like, that's your thing. So like, even though sometimes I do get annoyed, of course I do. You do? Well, no, well, I, I typically don't, but there are days where it's like maybe Grant, is like a yeah, little terrorist, yeah. and like I need it's just one of those days where I need like a little break. Yeah, yeah then that yeah. would be nice. But overall, yeah, I don't care because that's your time, mm -hmm. and really, we need to make sure we take that for each other so that we can be the best parents that we can be. You're right. Because if we're not happy, they're not happy. That's right. Yeah. And if we're happy, sometimes they're still not happy. <laughs> Indeed. Oh my goodness. It, like, just kills me having kids. Like, you want to have kids so badly. And it is fantastic in so many ways. Mm -hmm. But your life drastically changes. Yeah. After you have kids. So what do you think for you... Is like the biggest, like not obstacle or like biggest change that you feel like you've had to make after having kids where like it's annoying that you had to make that change. Yeah. Um, well, like one thing, I don't know if this 
is a great answer to your question, but like when Grant is like on top of the couch with like some hard object that he's about ready to throw at the freaking wall. And I tell him no, and he looks at me and does it anyway. Yeah. Or like just stuff like that. So I just never really understood how um, much I I want to like control a child like with Eli or a 13 year old. Mm -hmm. I don't remember that ever being an issue. And with Graham, he the youngest, he, he listens quite well. But with, but with Grant, just a blatant disregard for a male, an adult male telling you like what to do. And it's it's not like I'm telling him to go light the house on fire. Like I'm giving him good I advice. Don't throw that at the wall. I think Graham is really obsessed with you right now. Yeah. And, and he listens, listens to you. Right. No, I appreciate he that sort of thing. Me. He, I will tell him no flint, and he'll look at me. And just give you no respect. And just do yeah. it. Well, that's, what, like, the, that's what, what the middle one does. What is me. happening? Like today, for example, they wanted to color with crayons on the little table in there. Right. So I set down crayons for and them, and there are two the papers. And I said, all right, everyone, we're going to color on our paper. And then immediately they turned to the wall and started working on it. And I was like, no. Yeah, that drives me insane. And then I on tell the him paper. not to, and he just does it more. Like, But it was both of them. It wasn't just green. It was both of them. And so I was like, no, on the paper. And so I remove my hands from the crayons. I pick them up, and they go back to the wall. So I grab them, grab the crayons, and I say, okay, no more crayons. They hysterically cried. I'm sure you heard this yeah, while you were upstairs was, in your call. I was on call. Uh, for like 15 minutes because of this. Right. And then after the 15 minutes, I said, can I trust you not to color on the wall? <clears throat> and then I gave a one. I gave. A, I said, I'm going to give you one crayon this time. Just one. So I gave one to Grant. And then he lost his mind because I didn't give him 20. Yeah. And yeah, that was so, like, to answer your question, real like, fun. Um, but what was your question? Like, like the, the biggest thing that you had to change yeah, after change. having kids. So, like, just the bottomless rage that comes when yeah. a three-year-old, this little human, mm -hmm. should respect me. <laughs> right. <laughs> Listen. No respect. Yeah. I mean, no I'm respect at ten all. times as big as him. And yeah. he just gives me, he's just like, no. And right. Like, what are you, are you out of your mind? What if I was a psychopath? Right. You'd be in real trouble right now. Right. <clears throat> so, like, just controlling my emotions that <laughs> come up when he just disrespects me like that. Right. I really don't have a lot of tolerance for it. But, I mean, I'm not going to I'm not gonna get crazy. You just have to swallow. I know. I think it's my pride or something. Yeah. I don't know. Ego. I don't know. But I just have to be patient for him to come around. But if he doesn't come around and this is and he's eighteen, ew, show me this. I hope. I hope it's gonna, that it's gonna really be, interfere yeah. with building a relationship. He's three, and we were told that three-year-olds are the worst. Mm -hmm. But I do feel like he's getting there. He's getting to like the point of like really starting to like understand, ask questions, to try yeah. to understand. Like that's he's really starting to piece those together. And also, he's a kid who needs a lot of activity to keep him like occupied and happy. Meaning, like he's got to be climbing things. 
jumping, doing whatever. So, like, yeah. for example, today, I, time. yes, exactly. He seemed to just, like, want to get into the refrigerator for no reason. I knew he was not hungry. And so I said, okay, let's go walk up and down the stairs. So what we did is we walked up the stairs, walked to Eli's bed, hit his door, and then we did five squats. Yeah, I heard that. Jumped five times, would come downstairs, touch the front door, and do five squats and five jumps. Right. And we did that like ten times. I was on a call, and they were just outside of it, and um, it sounded like there was like a CrossFit session going on outside. <laughs> okay, good. Now keep squatting. Yay. I think there's music playing. And he loved it. He did. He well, loved it. And so I feel like that could be a tactic we use whenever he is like having these tantrums or we're trying to like redirect him or no, you don't need 10 things of whatever's in the refrigerator that yeah. you don't actually I think want. In a, like in just redirect life. and be like, hey, let's go walk the stairs and like do something not really fun, but fun for him. If there is such thing as a past life and Grant had one, I think it was a terrible experience for him. Because all he wants is like food. That's all he thinks about. Right, like he was maybe as in if, the depression. As if he went without it for a long time. The yeah. way this Yeah, he's was. always been like that. He's always been a fantastic eater. Like early on. He yeah. ate literally everything and a lot of it. Like that first two years of his life, he was Right. Oh my gosh. And then after he turned two, he became picky, but in a weird way where he wants everything and he just wants it in front of him. Yeah. That's not normal. <laughs> no, just words. <laughs> it. It's no. crazy. But also, I feel like another piece of Grant that I love so much, and it kind of um, gives me a better idea of who he is, is like when we're outside or in like a remote location, he thrives. He does. He loves it. He yeah. is just in his element. I love that part. And living his best life. And so like, for example, the other day we went out to a cemetery. Not the first time we've taken our kids out to the cemetery just to walk around. And you can kind of give a background on why we go there. But before you do, like we went there, I didn't have to worry about him running out into a road. I didn't have to worry about him getting abducted. I didn't have to worry about losing him because we were in a wide open space yeah. with just graveyard, like just tombstones. It's beautiful. And just like him like following you around and you could like do your own thing by like reading books on the tombstones and think about things. You didn't have to like constantly be watching him. No, you didn't. And he was just like moseying him along like literally yeah. living his best life and i was just watching that scene and it just made me so happy yeah and i just want to nice. give that to him more yeah like I, would love to. I need to give this child room to run right because i want him to thrive when we're inside that's when he's his worst yeah well yeah he's like a caged animal like yeah. a, a feral child. <laughs> For real is feral. Dude, dude wants out. It was a rough winter. Yeah. Oh. And like even like the winter, it was just like cold and windy. It wasn't, there wasn't even snow. No. Like there was nothing to play with outside. I got the boots. Yeah. Like little snow overalls. Like prepared like for twice. the snow. And it never was like thick, yeah. good snow never for good, them to like run out snow. in. Yeah. Which is it was, weird. It was very disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, graveyards are 
the shit. I love them. I love going out to graveyards. And I didn't For know one. how much I would enjoy it until but, I met you. Like of all the ones that we went to, none of them are like in the city proper. Like right. we always go to the ones like way out in the country. Yeah. And so like part of um like what you were saying, like, you know, you don't have to worry about a busy road they run out on, they can just go off and explore and just be out in nature. But before that I loved them because um I don't uh well, it's kind of hard to articulate. I'm not even sure why I like them, but I just find them very peaceful. They're always quiet. There's usually mature, old, beautiful trees there, and yeah. you could hear the wind blowing in them, and just getting outside of the city. Mm-hmm. And then once you go there enough and you start looking at the different names and dates, you're like, wow, this person died 150 years ago. Right. here is their tombstone. Right, it's and crazy. 150 years ago, their family was lining around here, like, mourning them and right. saying prayers or whatever. Life is so crazy. So it's just like a, it's like a history thing, too. I like that, as you know. Yeah. So. I think it's cool because it really puts, like, things into perspective on, like, how quickly we are actually on this earth. earth. Which is so weird. Like, we're not on this earth for very long. It seems that way. And we always seem or feel invincible. Like, death is never, like, coming for us. But it's literally on our back door. Like, it could happen anytime, anywhere. And, like, even if you live until in your 80s. Like, that's... I'm 30. Like, that's not that long. Not even halfway there. Uh, But, yeah, like, until... I guess you're probably 60 or 70, I'm not sure, but up until this point in my life, and it'll probably continue, you just do a good job of forgetting that you'll die one day. Yeah. Just think you'll live forever. But the cemetery kind of reminds you that it isn't forever, and that's not a sad thing. It's nothing that depresses me. No. It's actually motivating and inspiring. Like, just make the most of what you got. And so, like, a lot of the problems, a lot of the problems, like, that I think I have when you're going to a cemetery and walking around and um, you sort of put it in a better perspective that it is it really a problem exactly like, 10 years from now is this really going to be a problem no yeah. it's not no yeah. I did you know mess up this presentation at work but 10 years from now yeah nobody's going to care or remember it no so. not at all and it like really puts into perspective at least for me like what do I actually want out of this life and what do I want for my family what is my role in this one life that I have and like I don't in my head, this is, I just want to be a great mother and a great wife yeah. and then like a good homemaker. And I know I've said this like a million times, well, but I things. feel like I'm just starting on like really taking on this role in terms of like making sure that I'm giving you guys like good meals and using clean products and well, just trying to like be as self-sufficient as possible. Like I am so excited for our garden. Mm-hmm. You were always the garden guy at our old house and you grew a lot of different varieties and I always thought that was really cool, but there is something inside of me that is just like boiling like I am so excited I want to get my hands dirty yeah and I want to like grow our own food and just like eat nutritious things not that we don't already but 
I think it's cool that you could do it in your backyard and you know how it's actually grown and what's sprayed on it and who peed on it. Yeah. <laughs> and it'll be flint. No, Grant. Remember our plane this summer? Mm -hmm. Um, but I'll just say, just to comment real quick on what you're saying, it sounded like you were being like kind of critical of yourself, that you're not those things. But I think you do a great job. So. Well, thank you. But everybody's their own worst critic, so I wouldn't give yourself too hard of a time. No, I, I try to not be so hard on myself, but I also try to keep it real. Yeah, about like how I can improve, but maybe I am a little bit too hard on myself. Like today was a garbage day. And you got it out. Yeah, I wasn't feeling great. I, I wanted to put it out, but I it was so windy last night and none of our neighbors had it out. So. Oh, the trash out. That's what are you talking about? Take the trash out? No, I said I, I, I was trashed today. You were trashed today? <laughs> like I... I'm on my period, oh, <laughs> so I just really? feel like garbage. I just don't feel well. Like I just wasn't an A plus mom. I gave oh. myself a B for how I was feeling. It's fine. But I did take the trash out. Literally, the garbage people pulled past our house, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, our garbage is out!" So I wheeled it across the street, yeah. and they picked it up. <laughs> I heard them coming, and I was on a call in the middle of a conversation, and I'm like. Fuck! Because we have in our trash, we had a dead rabbit <gasps> and some other foul things that I wanted thrown away. Oh, well, that's suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> well, like Coda, I cleaned up oh. and put it in that bucket. And yeah. then I was like, all right, trash is in two days. I'll just throw it in the trash now. Okay. Um, so if that would have sat, oh, God. God, it would have it really good. drove me crazy knowing that that's me in too. there. Just, I decomposing that at all. stuff. Um, anyway, sorry, I think I took you off a tangent. You were going down. No, I just... So garden, I want well, that we, too. Yeah, I just, uh, we were talking about like cemeteries and how they put life into perspective and what's actually important. They and, do. And um, like I know I have goals in my head. For like what I want the next year to look, what I want the next three years to look, and then what the next five. I don't so much have anything like specific for in five years in my goal, like spot in my brain. Mm -hmm. But three years, I have like a good picture in my head of what I want for like myself and for our family. And I know we haven't really talked about goals we didn't do our well, goals this I'm year. A, I'm not a big goal guy. I never have been. And that's not something I'm proud of. It's just, um, I, I just, it's just not like kind of in my nature do to you, have like a three-year goal. Like I, I really just. Um, but in my head, I feel like if you're not visualizing it or thinking about it, if you want to reach something, if something's so important to you that you want to obtain it, if you're not thinking about it. Or well, I guess whatever's like, not like past, keeping you on track. Yeah, like um, I'm in like my twenties. Like I had goals. I wanted you know this thing by that day, that thing by that day, and I and they were all like kind of education, continuing that mm -hmm. based. Um, so I reached those, and like career wise, I have like kind of a loose goal. Yeah. But not like a specific. Like, I'm going to stare at this vision board and manifest it into reality. Like, that's just not, um, 
I guess my worldview. Uh, I I want to be open to if if the wind blows me in a certain direction that is not what my three year vision was. I want to be open to that. Right. So I don't know. I think it's just like a philosophical thing. I think there's a lot of value to having a three year plan or five year plan. But God, well, maybe, God laughs at all those because... Uh, right. However, I do feel like like if we were to talk about a three-year plan, it could like be specifically for our family. So like maybe we wanted to move in three years. Maybe we... Whatever. Like it's good to have those so that we know like, oh, do we need to save up? Do we need to... Like, make a shift somewhere yeah. so that we're able to accomplish that goal by then. Because me and you, you and I, I would consider us very impulsive people. Like, I'm an impulsive, like, impulsive sound, buyer, impulsive, like, doer. Well, no, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. Impulsive, it sounds like a character weakness, but I don't feel that way. Well, what's the nice way of saying impulsive? Uh... Quick reactors. No. I don't know. Like, um, are you, like, critiquing yourself saying that you're impulsive? No. Because I kind of like being impulsive. Like, yeah, I'm not saying it's, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying, like, we're impulsive people, so sometimes, like, we don't really have a long-term plan because we're so, like, impulsive, and we just, we move so quickly that way. The word impulsive just has a negative connotation to it. To me, Even though I'm not, a, I'm not denying it's true, but yeah. um, I don't, um, I don't think without like elaborating a little, you're giving yourself justice. Okay. But. Well, I don't know. I was just saying that it's good, it's good to have goals. <laughs> Maybe cut that part out. <laughs> no, I won't be, because it's fine. Okay. But yeah, no, I think. Like, with every couple, like, if we were, like, in lockstep with every bit of, like, mindset and everything, then it'd be weird and we wouldn't grow as people. So, there are differences between you and I. One of them's the whole goal thing. So, I think you're more on the right side of it. Like, (laughs) we should should have goals. Thank you. But maybe maybe we meet somewhere, not in the middle, but just, like... Yeah. yeah, we do need to meet somewhere in the middle because I would like to like spew onto you all of my thoughts Gross. and dreams and visions, <laughs> and I haven't done that with you yet this year because right. I mean, the kids literally drain everything out of my soul yeah. by the end of the day. So then, when seven o'clock comes, they go to bed, which thank goodness they are fantastic sleepers for the most part. Yeah, no and. Uh, but I'm dead. Seven o'clock. I'm brushing my teeth, and I'm laying down in bed. Yeah. And mindlessly scrolling, or watching a show, mm-hmm. for the next hour, and then I go to bed. Right. And that's and I like I'm too tired to talk about anything. I'm a morning person. I'm a morning talker. If you want the best out of me, it has to be in that that setting because my brain is on a whole different level i'm excited about things i'm excited about like what's coming up what we're doing plans for the day and then the sun goes down and i'm like 
walking in slow motion. Yeah. Yeah, that is. Well, that's motherhood. It's a fair, a fair recount of how the day goes. <laughs> I read this quote the other day, or maybe it was today, I don't even, don't even know anymore, but it was like, your kids need you the most when you're, as soon as, or the kids, your kids need you the most as soon as you sit down and look comfortable on the couch. <laughs> That's so bullshit. That's stupid. That no. quote is designed to make you feel bad. No, it's funny. Because oh. anytime you are comfortable, oh. Oh. That's your kids need you. Okay. I thought it was from somebody with no sense of humor and is like, Whenever no. you think about sitting down, that's when your kids need you. No, okay. but it's like as soon as you sit down and get comfortable on the couch, that's when they're screaming for you. Okay. Which is accurate. It made me laugh a lot. No, that's very true. Yeah, that is funny. I just took it too serious, I guess. You did. I'm, I'm on defense too much, I think. <laughs> Why do you think that is? Um, I'm not sure. What else did we talk about? Uh, oh, uh, so I asked people questions on our Instagram today. And so, like, one of the questions was, do you bicker more with your spouse after having kids? Yes or no? It's got to be yes, right? Yes. Only one or two people said no. How is that not possible? I don't know. I would like to ask them. Having, Obviously, having they know all the secrets. Take away anything to bicker about. No, it, it adds. It adds, adds, adds. Man. And here's the thing. Sometimes when I'm like bickering at you, I'm not bickering at you because of anything maybe that you did or said or whatever. I'm like getting annoyed or mad. Because you're the one I can take it out on and right. feel okay about it. That's that's my rule. <laughs> but I mean, I do the same. Yeah, I can get short-tempered with you, and it has nothing to do with you. Yeah. I never take it to levels that are bad, but no. maybe I just am short with you yeah. or whatever. But and I also feel like I just don't have time for even bullshit sometimes. So. I agree. <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> But I feel like thinking like from the very beginning of our relationship to now, of course we've both like matured greatly. But I feel like when we do have arguments or like disagreements, arguments is like a harsher word. Disagreements. Sure. That like the way we communicate to each other about it has gotten better. Because previously my way of solving an issue is figuring it out right then and there and I need responses I need us to like we're sitting down we're talking through it and that's that and you are a like we're not talking about it right now like you need more time and then like maybe an hour or even maybe a day or so later you'll come around and be like okay yeah. let's talk about it now like which is good because then you don't say things that you regret and For like sure. you don't potentially make it like more of an issue than what it actually is right. which when sometimes you want to get get things solved asap that happens like we've talked about this before but like with conflict i think of conflict as like a thunderstorm coming over mm -hmm. and you gotta like let the thunderstorm pass and then yeah in the clear day you can kind of make sense of what right. happened but when the storm's going on i'm not trying yeah. to 
go there really. Right. But, and so yeah, thing... I kind of I kind of like just get quiet and pace yeah. it and just wait for the thing to blow over. Yeah. Which isn't always what I would like to have happen, but it is what. It, but it I've done probably, better. I'm not saying that's the like way I, to go. It's like just... because I'm not so pushy anymore, or most of the time with getting things resolved, uh, I feel like that has like de-escalated some things that could have gotten yeah. like blown out of proportion or whatever the case may be. Well, like you were but calling like, yourself lazy. Maybe with age, I'm just maybe that's just a lazy side of me. I don't know. Like. I don't have the energy to do this right now. Can we do it later? Like I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's wisdom. And I, don't I don't know, know if it's wisdom or if it's laziness. And I don't know what's inside of me where I feel like I have to get things but it, solved it works as for soon us. as possible. Well, yeah, because yeah. I've realized that is not how I can get to you. Mm-mm. Like if I'm trying to t- just tell you something and you like it's to a point of like maybe some contention. Then I'm trying to think of an example, but go on. Right, me too, because it's not like this happens very often. Yeah. But I feel like then I just back off, like, okay, you actually don't want to talk about it right now. Right. I can sense that I'm moving. <laughs> He's turning the volume up on the TV. <laughs> He's looking and at his phone again. There is so no, we are done here. Um, but also, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if that hurts your feelings. I mean, no, it's just something that I've had to come to, like, understand about, and, like, that's what relationships are about. It's figuring out what do I have to change in order to also help our relationship. And we're on such a marathon. Like, if we're going to spend the rest of our Uh, lives together. Like, I'm not trying to, like, solve the world's problems in a Mm -hmm. night when I'm tired and, like, fuck, can we just let it go and tomorrow we'll... We'll hash it out or yeah. discuss. When we, when but we one the, thing, some cool reflection. Right, yeah. right. One thing that I feel like I've worked on a lot, and I hope that you notice it, is that when I have an issue, or say, say for example, this is like a very lighthearted example. Okay. Thank you. So, like your shoes. Yesterday, you had your shoes on in the basement. And I was like, oh, oh yeah. can, you, can you take your shoes off in the basement, please? It just grosses me out. The kids are yeah. down there playing. I should have like, known better. You wear those shoes in a public bathrooms. You keep saying that. As if I'm in public bathrooms. <laughs> but, but, like, you wear them to they travel. They have been in public bathrooms. Yes, they've been yeah. everywhere. You travel in those shoes. And so you wore them downstairs, and I asked you to take them off. And then... <laughs> I took them off. You took them off. You went and did something, came back, and they were on and your feet again. Feet. And I was yeah. just like... Okay, but however, instead of being like, Flint, I asked you to take your shoes off, I try to be more like, hey, please, I, I already told you, can you please take, yeah. your, take your shoes off, or it really bothers me when you wear your shoes downstairs. Right. Like, I am better about when something bothers me, I don't say, well, you're doing this and coming at you in like a negative way, I just say, matter of fact... You did this, and it made me feel this way. Yeah, that's how you approach it. Right, and I feel but like you did, a good if job. if you did the former, you know, example, that wouldn't be good for our relationship. But you don't right. do it that way. No, like, I you feel just like, come in no. Blasting my ass, like I don't, I don't like that. And no. but you don't do that, so no. But I'm just saying. I don't think you ever did that. I don't know. Maybe you were feistier, like. Five years ago, I don't remember you. Being or maybe a- it's because after having kids, like I, I don't want to say like I'm more of a dick because that doesn't really like line up with what I'm trying to say. <laughs> like I 
maybe more particular about things. Or yeah. I feel like, and I know, I know you have a lot on your shoulders, but I also feel like I have a lot on my shoulders, and sometimes the weight of that's on my shoulders feels extremely heavy sometimes. Yeah, so that do. I get irritated when, like, say, I'm just throwing this out there. Like, say, I just clean the kitchen, and then all of a sudden it's dirty again because you did something. Hmm. Like, like what? What would I do? In the I kitchen to make it cook your eggs and bacon. I don't know. Okay. There's grease on the counter. Okay, that I can get a little sloppy. Where it's, I agree. Or like all the cabinet doors are open. Or it's like, mm -hmm. I, I just feel like too. I'm continuing to like tidy up after you. After don't I'm forget, trying to like also re-clean our toy rooms. and So yeah. like when I feel like that irritation start building up, I feel like my blood boiling. And then Yikes. I have to Well, but then okay. because I already am feeling like yeah, just stress throughout yeah. the day. Okay. And so it just builds up, and I just tell myself in my head, you don't have to be angry at him about it. You just have to tell him how you feel and hope that he hears you to make those changes. Right. And, like, loves you enough to make those changes. Yeah. I've listened to a lot of other podcasts about, like, parenthood and just trying to be more of a team and not, like... Yeah, you have, um, you just have, like, a quest for, like... Peace and understanding. I peace want and peace understanding. and understanding, and that's those are like the two biggest words that I feel like you really need. You just have you just have like this lifelong quest for um, knowledge, and what are you looking at? I was just making sure that the battery is oh. still on. Yeah, um, I respect that. That's good. You're always trying to continue because to grow I and don't, learn. And I don't want us just to like. Get on like a autopilot. Yes, like I want us, I want our relationship to thrive, and I want our family to thrive. I don't want us just to live every day. Like I want us to be happy and healthy, and see the good in every day versus seeing the bad. Like it's so hard, so hard to see that really life is in everyday moments. It's in the breakfast time that I have with my kids, and I'm cooking them breakfast. It's the 15 minutes I get with you before you go, you know, upstairs to start working. Or it's this time after they go to bed. Like, just finding the joy in having these moments. Because, again, like, our life isn't Cabo trips, right? We go on, we go to a vacation every so often. I don't want to live for those happiness moments. I want to live for happiness moments that I find in every day. Yeah. But I think what I was saying was, like, with Grant... It's so hard to remember all of those happy moments that I have with him throughout the day because of the, in total, 15 minutes of tantrum throwings that he's, that he's had. Yeah. It, like, overtakes all of those happy moments, and I'm trying to figure out what I can do to, like, flip that. Yeah. But as you know, like, as he gets older and those tantrums become fewer and far between... There's something in our brains, and I think it's some sort of like procreation mechanism where you forget how terrible they were. Yeah. Like on certain days, and all you're left with are good memories. I think that's a uh, something about our evolution, mm -hmm. so that we keep wanting more children. Right, which I which I, I would hate. <laughs> which I would hate. 
I would be I would be <laughs> I, utterly devastated if you said you were pregnant. And I know we've I've said this multiple but, times, and your family laughs every time because they know your no, they stance. Know I'm, I'm making I it quite clear like, what my stance yes, is. I totally get that, and I'm not saying I want another kid. I feel like I. I'm sad that I'm not going to be pregnant anymore. I feel like I didn't really enjoy my last pregnancy with Graham because I had a lot going on. So I just feel like I want to enjoy my pregnancy again. And the more the merrier when we have our homestead and they are well, helping me out on the farm. <laughs> maybe there's some Kardashian who needs a surrogate. You can enjoy a pregnancy. And uh, no, I could not give that child. The both I could not give that child away. Well, it wouldn't be yours to begin with. As soon as you feel that baby move inside of you, I don't know how you feel like that. If it baby. comes out looking like Kim and <laughs> who else? Whoever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I know you're you're not for it. And definitely there are days where I'm like, heck Three's no. a good number. We have heck three kids. No. Three's good. Sorry, battery died. Had to re-replug re it in. But you were saying that, um, or trying to think of what would make you change your mind. About having kids, yeah, um, very, very little would do that. But what I was gonna say is that if there was a um, a long lost sister or somebody who popped into our lives and they lived with us, and the deal was that they could stay with us, and in exchange for um, watching my kids <laughs> being their nanny, yeah. So that's. That's really what it is because you really so, just be my helper. Yeah, just like uh, I, I couldn't, I couldn't go through like a, getting another that kid at age three or four. Yeah, no. yeah, it's tough. I that's why I go back and forth about that thought process all the time. I mean, obviously, I know based on your opinion, we will not be conceiving a fourth child. However, I like daydream about it. You. Can we take yeah. a pause real quick? Yeah. Well, we're almost done. But well, you got to pause anyway, right? <clears throat> I uh, should have got up when you were messing with the battery. What's that else we could get into? Well, we've already been going for like 50 minutes. Don't you want to add an hour? I mean, not necessarily, but... So, 10 more minutes. Can you talk about our own parents? Just real quick. Like, yeah, so I could ask you, I so had like... six kids. Right. The fuck did he not... And he wouldn't drink at all. Go ahead. So let's talk about that. Because that's interesting. So I'll just say... So you're good with kids at this point, but I mean, could you imagine being your dad who had six kids? Yeah. Um, So, how do you feel like your dad felt? I mean, you only have three kids. Right. And my dad had six. Six. Full time, like all the time. Right. My dad, and, my dad and my mom had six. Yes. Yeah. Six. I have five siblings all with the same mom and dad. <laughs> yeah. Just to be clear. <laughs> um, yeah. And then my mom stayed at home with us and my dad made like 30000 a year. Yeah, he and didn't drink, he didn't, like, have drink, any... Never drink at all. I would see him have a margarita at, like, a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> yeah, that was his thing. <laughs> once in a while. That was the only time he was like, yeah, okay, I'll take that. 
Um, and I asked him one time, like, why don't you like drink? Like, you never drink. You had six kids. Like, right. How are you not? Didn't you need something? <laughs> how are you not at your wits end? And like money problems, like I never, I didn't say that to him, but I just, you could go on and on about reasons why he would. And he said he never wanted to feel out of control. I like that though. I don't feel out of control when I have a beer or two. Like I don't. I feel I'm looser lipped, even after a glass of wine. And sometimes I kind of hate that. I'm an oversharer anyway. Mm. And so get a glass of wine in me and I'm like... Telling you all the things. Yeah, it's good for a podcast that you say. <laughs> I world. know, I know. I wonder but, what kind of shit you say on here. <laughs> no, but I, I respect that a lot. That he didn't need like a vice like that. Yeah, I mean that's one reason among many I respect him. But so I'm not sure where we were going with that, but yeah, my dad had six kids and I love my siblings or my best friends yeah. and they're some of your best friends too. Yeah. Love them to death. And I would I love like I would me. love to create that for the next generation. Yeah. But times are different. Like like I said, my mom didn't work and my dad made thirty thousand a year. Something like that. I don't know where that name number came from, but it wasn't a lot. He was a farmer. <clears throat> a hard working man honorable um but like you could somehow make that work back then i don't think you can do that now yeah i mean i make a little more than three <laughs> yeah, we're, we're just fine <laughs> but still like uh it's not a cost thing it's um i don't know it's just times are different yeah like you don't you don't have the the village to kind of help no. out and you can't trust people anymore I like you know. can't, you can't wow. send your kids to the park down the street even though no. Clearwater Park's a quarter mile away but yeah. can't do that I wouldn't send Eli and his brothers to that park alone no and maybe they could get there and be safe but we wouldn't feel good about it so like no. trust not at all going. this is why this is why in my head one of my three-year goals is to not be in town anymore, but not be so far away that we're not, like, we can still get what we need to get and do what we need yeah. to do, but I, like, man, my dream is just to be able to have a good-sized garden, like a pop-up greenhouse so that we can just grow stuff and... Be a little bit more self-sufficient than what we are now. I'm not saying we can't be because we do have like a decent sized yard. However, I just, there's just something about me. And I think it's because I grew up in a small town, like out too. in the country yeah. where I just had a plethora of room to run and roam and do all the things. And I just want that also for our boys. Yeah, they would love that. Would. Yeah, and I feel like... It gets out of like this hustle and bustle that, that even I feel when I'm in Bloomington, which isn't like a huge city, right? It's not like a Chicago or a St. Louis or something like that. But there is still that like buzz of like hustle and bustle and like you're working at your, you know, corporate office and you're stuck in traffic on veterans. <laughs> I don't that, know. That does happen. That does happen. Yeah. Like I just... There's something about every time that I drive out in the 
in the country, I feel very at peace. Same here. I feel happy. And when I think about what I want on a daily basis, I want to feel that every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. And I would rather live, not in like a shit box, but I would do a downgrade of what we're living in now in order to like make those make those dreams happen like and to have like land because obviously there's give and take you can't have both unless you want to spend half a million dollars mm. not down to, for that even if i had i even if i feel like i had like half a million dollars to spend on a home i don't know if i would maybe i guess if the properties i didn't think farmhouses go for that much but is that no, I'm saying if you wanted both, if you wanted a nice-ass house with a nice property, that's oh. what you're spending. Oh, I see. No. We could find something within our price range that's not... Yeah. I can cut that out. Okay, because I don't know how to respond to that. I agree with you. Um, we were talking about my dad and that sort of thing, and then you were talking about living in the country. Any last thing? Yeah, what are like the final thoughts? Um, that's a good question. Final thoughts are... If you're still listening to the end of this episode, and if you are, thanks a bunch, um, just try to find the enjoyment within the chaos of everyday life, especially with your young children, because Lord knows it's chaotic and stressful. Date your spouse. Continue to date your spouse. That's something I feel like we're going to actually start getting better at, especially with this potential babysitter. Yeah. And even like if it's just for like an hour, I don't I don't even know. Like I mean, I'm it, that. <laughs> I know. But like once a week, whether it be like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, just some time where it's just like where we can just be adults and not because even when we're trying to have conversation with kids, Grant interrupts us two yeah. two words in and it's so hard to like even just have a conversation it's like he with you. He's going out of his way to be an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Take like, we'll start talking and he's just like coming up like screaming. Yeah. What the fuck's wrong with Yep, you? exactly. But um thank you for joining. I know Yeah, I hope I I just like kind wasn't. of made you do this. It's fine. I just hope I uh Kept the brand intact. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. We're fine. It's all fine. But I did want to say, so we did get like a couple affiliate links that if you wanted to check out. So Squarespace, obviously I'm pretty sure everyone knows what Squarespace is. But if you are interested in creating your own website, if you take a look at ours, I actually created it. And it was really easy and quite fun. I was able to like figure out some different tech things with it, um, but it was super, super simple. So if you're looking for a website to use, you can use Squarespace. And if you use Midwest 10 at checkout for a discount code, that's 10% off. And it's either like 10% off your first month, or if you subscribe for the full year, it's 10% off that full year. So there's that. Um, summer's coming up. 
if you're looking for some cute clothes, check out Pink Lily. I would go to the link that's in um, my Instagram page, the Lacey Grile Instagram page. Go to Pink Lily. Check out their clothes. They're super inexpensive and super cute. Good quality. They have a discount code for 20% off, and that's April 20, and that needs to be used within April, of course, um, so we're coming up to the end there, so yeah, just wanted to throw those out there. Those are the first two discount things that we've ever put on this episode. That's good. Episode. Con congratulations. Yeah. The first of uh, many, I'm yep. sure. Yep. Cool. Well, thank you. Love right. you. I'm proud of you, girl. Keep, keep going. Oh, cheers. <laughs> I think we're fisted. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>